Thanks for having me. Beat baseball is a sport for blind and visually impaired athletes. Um, there's different variations of blindness. The diff- there's a few adaptations of beat baseball regular to compare it to regular baseball. In beat baseball, the ball beeps and the bases buzz. And I have a beat ball here. I can put it up to the mic and let you hear the ball beep. This ball beeps continuously throughout the game. Right now, there's a pin in it, but the pin does not. The pin is out of when the pin is pulled. That means play is ready to begin. So I'll just give you a short sample of how the ball sounds. And this is a 16-inch softball. There's parts that were put in, old telephone parts was put in here. This is beat baseball started in 1975 by some uh, pioneers up in the Rochester, Minnesota area. And in 1976 was when the first World Series of beat baseball came about. Um, and then beat baseball has been been in existence since 1976 uh beat baseball is played with uh, like i said blind and visually impaired and everybody that plays has to wear a blindfold uh for for the playing field to be equal whether you're visually impaired or have or totally blind or low vision everybody has to wear the blindfold to make the playing field equal there's six innings in a beat baseball game um there's six players that play at a time on the on the defense and the offense and the 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 difference between baseball and softball, the pitcher is on the batter's team. So the pitcher and the batter are on the same team, and the only job the pitcher has to do is pitch. The pitcher does not bat. He just pitches to his team, and it's, you think, coach baseball, but the ball is pitched underhanded, and there's a cadence the pitcher says. Like, for example, I'm the backup pitcher for my team which is the Indy Thunder, and my cadence is, here we go, ready, pitch. So that gives a cue to the batter. They know when to swing. As the pitcher, it's like target practice for the pitcher. You have to find where the batter is swinging. So the object is to make sure that your that your batter hits the ball. Sometimes there's going to be strikeouts. Sometimes there are not. Um, and once that happens, there's only two bases in beat baseball, first base and third base. And we play our games on soccer fields or the outfields of a baseball diamond. And there's only two bases, I said, first and third. And they're 10 feet off the foul line. So a base would be here and a base would be there. And that's, that's to avoid making sure it's safety and no collisions when the runner is running to a random base. In softball and baseball, you automatically go to first, second, and third, where there's no second base. There's only two bases. And once the ball is hit, the batter goes to the random base, whatever the base operator decides what base the batter runs to, either first or third. And it is a race between the batter and the fielder. Once the, and once the, once the ball is hit, after the cadence, here we go, ready, pitch, or set, ready, ball, when the ball is hit, the batter goes to the beeping base. If the batter gets to the beeping base before the fielders track the ball in the field, they score a run for their team. Hmm. If the fielder gets to the ball and has control of it and hold it up off the ground before the batter gets to one of the random beeping bases, the batter is out. And the, and the fielders have spotters in the field. They're like callers. So they, they cue the defense what zone that the ball is in. So when you have a field here, you have a spotter on the left side, a spotter on the right side that sees when the ball's coming off the bat. And the spotter can only call one zone. Then it's up to the defense to work together. So there's a front line, a middle line, and a back line. And then the defense can, and then once the, once the spotter calls a particular zone, the batter, the fielders work together trying to get that ball. They can't say left or right or anything like that. There's color zones one through six. The zones are set up like one through six, like a pie shape. 
and once the ball is hit, the spotter calls his own, and it's up to the defense to work together. They get the ball off the ground before the batter gets to the beeping bases and out, and then the spotters put those players back in the position for, for the play to continue. This is a fascinating breakdown of beep baseball. Darnell Booker is with us. So what is the uh, event this weekend? It's a, a tournament, right? Yeah, it's a four-team tournament that um, – there's going to be four teams in the in the driving area that's going to convert merge on Savoy here. We'll have the Indy Thunder. We'll have the Chicago Comets. We'll have the Gateway Archers, which is between St. Louis and Illinois, a new team, and we'll have the South Georgia Copperheads. So that's just four teams. It's a tune-up before the big event, which is in about two weeks. It's the Beat Baseball World Series. So we're just having a little four-team tournament because usually there's nothing going on in July because June is very heavy with a lot of regional tournaments. So um, this all got started basically about 10 or 12 years ago when Chicago Comets and the Indy Thunder would just do double headers, like a double header each each the second weekend in July every time. So the Champagne Lions Club, which is a big part of it, and now Savoy, we'd like to thank those guys for coming on board and help sponsor this event. And then they decide, hey, why don't we just put together a little four-team tournament and we put it out there. So this is this is no qualifiers, just a tune-up to everybody to practice, work on their game, get them in some game situations, and then it'll carry on in a couple of weeks at the World Series. That's when the real, that's when the all the all the chips are on the line and and everybody's trying to win that World Series. And all the players are, uh, I assume, have other jobs, other things that they do, or is there time devoted to this? Um, a lot of the, you know, it's usually um, uh, it's young adults and adults. Some, some of the guys are in high school or in college, and they have a summer break. Some of these guys have full-time jobs, but a lot of the blind and visually impaired athletes, it's, it's um, you know, they try. it's hard to find work. Because the the unemployment rate for blind and visually impaired athletes is seventy percent, so you know some of the people try to do the best they can, whether they go to go from high school to have a trade or go right into college or try to find work. But it's you know you when you're trying to get out there and make it, it's kind of hard and difficult. But this gives them a release and things for something for them to do competitively to to stoke those competitive juices to get out there and compete, just like they can see everybody else compete like anybody normally kids to play summer baseball and travel ball this is something for the blind and visually impaired community can get out there and compete and say hey this is a sport i can compete with and and it teaches them it has social skills uh, leadership skills team building all those types of things but on the other hand it gives them a, a top place where they know hey there's a sport i can still compete in will you be playing I am the tournament director this weekend, nice. so I my team will be coming. I won't be coaching my team either because my team don't want to hear from me this weekend. So <laughs> I wear a lot of hats, but um, uh, we um, we so we have a, I have a coach that's taking care of that. I will be running the tournament, making sure the tournament runs smoothly, and then in a couple of weeks I'll be back on the sidelines trying to, to see if the Indy Thunder can make it five in a row. We've won four world titles in a row, and we're going for the word time. We're trying to get the drive for five. It won't be easy. We know a lot of teams are, are, are gunning for us, and they're going to give us their best effort. But, you know, this is a nice little tune-up for us to see what how we can do in a tournament setting, and we work on some things, and we'll take it back to the practice field. But I'm making sure the tournament as a whole goes real well this weekend, and hopefully there's no injuries, and it'll be a good place to play in the Mother Nature Cooperative. 
operates. Finally, I got to ask, because I'm a baseball guy myself, do you uh, take in Major League Baseball? Do a lot of your uh, uh, fellow athletes do that too? Oh, yeah, there's baseball teams. I'm a big St. Louis Cardinal fan. <laughs> That's me. I've been a Cardinal fan since 1981. Um, big Cardinals fan. So I'm a, I'm a, I'm a baseball guy. I'm a, I'm a sports guy in general, but my favorite baseball team is the St. Louis Cardinals. You got a lot of friends here that way then, for sure. Darnell, thanks so much. Best of luck, and thanks for bringing this event to Champaign County. Thanks for having me, and I appreciate your time.